0: We've got six people down in Bristol Brilliant. who just continuously um, support our customers. That could be through bespoke schemes that I've just mentioned there. Yeah, lovely. But also our hand to answer sort of, you know, technical or queries with some of the products on installation that electrical contractors might need support from. Um, so they're there all, you know, constantly, just solely their purpose in life is just to support CF, support their customers, and really help um, service our product through to our customer base. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to one of our. I'm going to say award-winning. It's not, but I'm just going to say it. It will well, be won't it? <laughs> it's bound to like, be. Yeah. This is then you're bound just predicting to be. the future. That's all I'm <laughs> saying. Yes. This is another fantastic CEF Tech Talking podcast. This time it's fantastic because we've got Adam hot stuff today. We've got some it's hot topics hot to talk about today. today. <laughs> it's heating up in here now, isn't it?
2: Fantastic. <laughs> Very good. You like that? You see what we did like, there, Adam? Absolutely, Adam? absolutely, yeah. It's not just subtle, We're subtle, so aren't we? We're subtle are <laughs> <We're> not <laughs>
1: <subtle. laughs> we we are subtle. We weeks to write this script. <laughs> Adam joins us today from Heat Store. Now, Heat Store um, help provide a lot of the solutions into CEF which come into I bet it's to do with heat you're absolutely bang on as always Dave absolutely raising the aren't you mate so what do
2: you actually do Adam Um,
0: right so
1: I'm the divisional manager for heat stores
0: so as you know us as a business we're CS in-house electric heating um, supplier and company Uh, I'm the divisional manager there so run the day-to-day operation look at the new products Um, and yeah start with the company crikey dare I say it back in 1999 um, and I'm still still there today. So (laughs) divisional manager and yeah help support and, and, and what's here? the brief what's the portfolio of heat store just so we get it so from a core product perspective um, we do space heating solutions that's for home and office uh, applications but of course for commercial applications as well um, so a full range of product from direct acting space heating through to off-peak heating which okay. is a, uh, as you know a low energy low cost um, solution from a heat perspective uh, we also do um, supporting products such as underfloor electric heating we do a range you of do. towel rails yeah uh, plinth heaters so any domestic space heating solution we have available um, but not just that from heat store we also do a range of water heating to complement those space heating products so that could be um under sink uh, unvented um water heating solution yeah. and all the way through to commercial applications as well so we do things like large industrial air curtains space heaters um all the way through to the point of use hand washing so mm. anything electrically heated from a, a domestic um, from a space heating point of view, from a water heating through to a good range of commercial products is available through the heat store portfolio. I mean,
1: a. you mentioned something there, Adam, po- point of use uh, heating for hot water. I mean, that was only a thing, really, that someone used to supply because they couldn't get water out there. Now, actually, it's the viable option for people, isn't it? They're saying Absolutely. that's what I'm going for because I don't want this to be part of the existing system or actually I want it to work in conjunction with my renewables and yep. that's what people are saying so absolutely because it's all electric heating it's a an element in there somewhere isn't it so they're saying got the pv panels up i want my new Kitchen over there, as you said, there you do the under under kitchen units. Absolutely, ones. yeah. That's running off the renewables, and, and why not? You'd do it if you could, wouldn't you?
0: Absolutely for sure. And I think you you've hit the nail on the head, does so I think a lot of our products, a lot of our development that we're looking to increase and create for the future, a lot of it's about the renewable sector and how we can support that and take advantage with that industry because it's a huge part of the market now.
1: So, so whereabouts are you guys based? Uh, so, we're based down in Bristol. Um, oh, you're so part that's of the, our, the Bristol
0: our, lot, yeah? We're part of the Bristol lot, and we've got um, a team of regional sales guys that are out on the road. We've got eight working with, a, with our facility in Bristol. Um, they're on hand to support our contractors, our customers, CS stores for pretty much all their heating requirements. And
1: what support? is there so from a contractor point of view for me and dave deciding that we don't want wet radiators anymore what we want is we want we're going to go with these new fangle dangle things these space eaters so we're going to go with them what support you're going to give us
0: um really from start to finish is pretty much the solution that we can offer yourself as as an end customer who's looking to change or upgrade their heating system so we have as i mentioned a, a team of regional sales guys so they can come along to your property they'll come along with our product portfolio they look at the solution that you're looking for. Um, we'll listen, uh, Daz, really, to your requirements. What type of heating system you are looking for? What do you want from it? Obviously, low running costs is very important yeah, So that's lots the of customers. It's got to be a key driver with now, isn't it? Absolutely, with tariffs the way they have been recently. So that's obviously the forefront of everybody's... Um, First an initial thought for a new heating solution. But it's not just that. It's the, the, the situation that they're in, the environment, what type of family are living there. Is it a family? Is it a, an elderly couple? So really, as much as selling a product, we're actually out there looking for information to try and glean this from the customer. And then really what we'll do is we'll go away with that information and try and get a bespoke solution just for that customer. So when they leave that customer, they'll get all that detail. They take it back to our um, internal technical support team who do a free-of-charge design service. We use the latest AutoCAD Revit design Oh, do package. you? Right. That's what I was going to ask. How, yep. how many people have you got sat down there doing yeah. that then? That's great. So we've got six people down in Bristol Brilliant. who just continuously um, support our customers. That could be through bespoke schemes that I've just mentioned there. Yeah, lovely. But also our hand-to-answer sort of, you know, technical or queries with some of the products on installation that electrical contractors might need support from. Magic. Um, so they're there, all, you know, constantly constantly just solely their purpose in life is just to support cf support their customers and really help Um, service our product through to our customer base you know when you're doing the surveys
2: adam how much do you take into account the state of the building Uh, because that with with space heating yeah it's the movement of the
0: air that's the biggest enemy isn't it to getting it warm absolutely you're quite right dave it's a really good question so we take a lot of consideration from it i mean in principle we've got two different procedures that we can use for that the first procedure is in broadly speaking the heat loss of the room as you mentioned is is really really important Um, the fundamentals of heating really is if you've got a a passive room for argument's sake, and let's just say you were losing no heat and you wanted to get to 21 degrees you could heat that room to 21 degrees with no heat loss you could come back in a period of time and in principle your room should still be to 21 degrees so what we're trying to consider all the time from a heating design perspective is what's the structure the fabric of the building how much heat are we losing through the windows through the floor through the walls through a ceiling whatever that may be so broadly speaking we've got two different methodologies we can do that the first is that we've got some set guidelines that would work too is it what we consider a new build so a relatively new product uh, property perhaps in the last 10 years um, for that type of build we'd probably say as an average you're looking at about 40% at heat loss 35 um, to 40% at heat loss if you look <laughs> <40% laughs> in
2: yeah. a new build
0: yeah if you're looking at a traditionally built property you're looking about 40 to 45 and in an old build you're looking at about a 50 percent heat loss. well that's me that's, that's me, me. Yeah. <laughs> and me also. Good day, yeah. obviously installation is a key factor to, to helping the running costs but in principle what that means is what we're looking to do is to offer the best solution mm. for that particular yeah, environment so if you've got a customer that's losing 50 percent of their heat you've really got to look at the, the cost effective the running costs of that product so in that application you may say well let's Let's go for an off-peak solution because you know the energy going into the heater is fundamentally half price. So that's the so that we're looking to balance that. On the other side of that, if you take that information from our regional sales guys, we can put that into our AutoCAD software package. And furthermore, if an if there's architectural plans, for example, where we know the actual heat loss of that room down to the to the U value, we can put that into the software and it will calculate it exactly for. (sighs) That mm. particular environment. So, the reason that we do that means that we're—it's absolutely key, Dave. You're bang on to 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 make sure we put the right solution in yeah. for that right application. Because you
1: you, you could you could fill it full of heaters, and it actually yeah. they do no good at all. <laughs> Just
2: blow away. Yeah. Absolutely. It's interesting you talk about air curtains. I mean, there's nobody ever played with the idea in front of a drafty old window of having. it.
1: Art air curtain could could that work? Absolutely, it does it, work. It could yeah, you work. see, if, you, when you go in shops and that lot, they've got this big air curtain. You, you yeah. walk in, get you. That's brilliant. I mean, I've 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 put a few of them in in my time, and in one of them I had to upgrade because it just the doors were open so much. It was, it was a college. This was the yep. doors were open so much, the air curtain wasn't really effective. <clears throat> right. yeah. So. What they try and create is is sort of an area where you have two sets of doors just to give that a little bit of chance where that heat can start to have an effect and then open the doors again so it's not constant cold air that you're chucking into the into the building but again it comes on negative or positive air pressure is something as well is that when that door opens is the hot air going to go out or is the cold air going to come in? So that's something that you have to be aware of as well and start to look at all these problems when you're getting into it. But these these are the, so some of the solutions that you guys do will do be a very simple, um, a panel heater, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's what people, people recognize these things. Yeah, panel absolutely. Heaters,
0: so panel heater, your typical application would be perhaps a, a price point domestic if somebody's yeah. interested in price that the initial cost of that solution so that's an entry level but really very popular for the likes of student accommodation yes, entry level it, yeah. apartments yeah. commercial applications as well um so we do a complete range of panels all electronically digitally controlled i was going
1: to ask about the control because that, yeah. that came under lot
0: 20 didn't it a few years Absolutely ago right yeah so, so pre-lot 20 um in principle you could have just a, an electric radiator on off in your house you <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) there's no control at all Um, but LOT20 basically gave you a minimum requirement as a manufacturer to yeah. make sure your heaters were controllable. They've got a seven-day timer in there. You've got an accurate stat, which is accurate to 0.5-a-degree accuracy. Yeah, so, wasn't
1: this was an electronic
0: stat you needed, then, yeah. didn't it, include, yeah, it, yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Somebody, yeah electronic Absolutely. on there, yeah. So prior
0: to that, you could have had just a bimetal strip, which was basically you know, accurate <laughs> right. to two and a half, three degrees. <laughs> so, love them. So you, <laughs> you, you may want a, a temperature of 21, but you're actually at 25, yeah. And, yeah. you know, from an energy efficiency point of view. Obviously, it just, it just didn't work. So that There's also, a, in it. terms of heat heat design,
2: is where you put the thermostat is Absolutely. another
0: key
1: factor, isn't it? Oh, uh, I've just had this, so... <laughs> <laughs> so uh. I got my thermostat. I had to have a new heating system, okay. Adam. The other, the other week, it all went a little bit wrong at Stanley Forth Towers. So I had to get <laughs> myself a brand new heating system and they split upstairs and downstairs. Yep. So I've got now two heating heating zones upstairs, the thermostat for upstairs. I read the instructions and it said to put it at 1.2 meters. So, 1.2 meters, though, if I'd have put it at that, the sun coming through the window would have hit that thermostat. Mm. So, I've not, I've ignored it and I've put it up at about 1.6. I stuck it Yeah, eight. whereas our
2: thermostat was put at the bottom of a stairwell. Okay. That is a that is a cold sink. Which is coming down. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's never ever, I don't think in this life got to temperature. <laughs> <laughs> just...
1: Whereas well, in the front room, you're shaping off
0: I mean again, it's a, a really very good question because you're quite right. And I think really that's one of the key benefits of electric heating over a wet system, as oh, you guys are yeah. referring mm. to. Yeah. That each of our individual products has got its own thermostat built into there you it. Go. Don't have to worry about um it. and you know, when you look at the running costs of you know, I and mean, when people talk about the running costs electric gas you know gas in terms of kilowatt usage is actually a cheaper source of energy yeah, absolutely yeah. there's no argument with for, that for mass heating but exactly. on a heating system, yeah. Uh, yeah and dave that's exactly the point which is you know usually when, well in fact when they do the calculations using a software called sap in terms of yep. how much we a home SAP. costs costs to run um so you know they'll say right it's going to be on from say eight o'clock in the morning till 11 o'clock then on at four again till 10 in the evening so they're quite rigid with these sort of the, the timings that they, they do the, the calculations at, whereas the key benefit with electric, and this has always been our argument, which is the fact that you would never run an electric heating solution in that way. So no, normally, what would happen is you'd say, right, we're in the kitchen before we go to work, and the you know the kids are getting up if you've got them, whatever. But we'll have some heat in the kitchen, some heat in the hallway. But perhaps your living room's not on at that point in the morning. Yeah. It might be a little bit, but then when you come back in the evening, you wouldn't have your bedrooms on probably at all. Dare I say it until. Perhaps you're ready to go to bed just for an hour or so. So the benefit with electric heating is literally that controllability, that individual control that you can program and adapt to your individual requirements. And if you do that, the reality is you can actually get a lot lower running costs than gas, even though your energy is slightly more expensive. But I'd
1: imagine it's not official. Yeah, it's, it's it's the overall saving because you're not actually going by... A whole system, aren't you? you there's yeah. parts of the house that aren't warm, yeah. which aren't needed to be warm. But with a wet system, the you're also
2: heating up masses of pipework under the floorboards and everything, aren't you? That's all lost energy. Absolutely. But question for you, Adam, what, what's your thinking about permanent heating versus periodic heating?
0: Okay, good I, question. When I,
2: when I was at the BBC, a friend of mine did an experiment, and he ran his heating system low, oh, constantly. Yeah, low never turned constant. it off, so the house never got cold, Yes. versus <clears> then running it...
1: Going cold, getting hot. See, going hot. So they've got this with elements at the minute. So, people, are, a lot of people are going over to immersion heaters again because they've got PV panels or whatever, but they're saying their immersion, they're leaving it on, but turning the stat down. Turn it down. So it's That's always doing. ticking over. So constantly, it's constant ticking. Uh, anything Adam, on that? Over hey, to you. Over to <laughs> you. <laughs> right. Definitive. At,
0: well, well, we'll try, because you're absolutely a great question. I see this all the time, every start of the winter season. It's yeah. in, on the BBC, they, you know, <laughs> yeah. see different um, cases for both. But I would absolutely categorically state that... Going back to when we start the conversation about the heat loss of a room, I mean, if you just take that as a consideration. Yeah. So going back to our scenario, where we've got it to 21 degrees worth of heat. And let's just assume for a minute it's an old build and you're losing 50% of that heat per hour. So in a, oh. a reasonable sized room, you could need, say, one and a half kilowatts to get that room to, to temperature for, for argument's sake. So once it's at temperature, you're then replacing half of that you're losing half of your heat. So in theory, 750 watts every hour is being put back into your room to just maintain that, that mm, temperature. Right, and you're man. quite right. It could be a lower temperature selection. Yeah, 21's a bit high. Yeah, be, that, yeah. 21 would be like the comfortable temperature. If
1: you met my wife? <laughs> <laughs> She'll have it roasting up, mate. She will. <laughs>
0: But in principle, it's it's that process that you're actually... The calculation is how much heat are you having to replace to maintain, yeah, to maintain your maintain 15, it, yeah. your 12, whatever your background and, but that, is. But that counters against
2: the cost of reheating everything Correct. every time you turn it on. To
1: and, and the well, other yeah, thing as well... <laughs> I mean, the majority of the heat that we produce is to... Heat the fabric, isn't it? Not necessarily yeah. the air within. Once you yeah, get the fabric, right. born, yeah. then then we get the air inside. Yeah, You're only move in to
2: infrared heating, don't you? Which only heats the people, not oh, the absolutely. That's, yeah. That's, yeah. Which doesn't seem to work at that, all. That, there, that
0: Up there in the head, doesn't compute that. We have got that on our village hall, and no one believes it. <laughs> they there in coats. I, I think infrared <laughs> heating. So we do it for commercial applications. So if you've got an area, you know, going back where you you just cannot, you've got no no heat control. Yeah, so got you got want no to heat, heat the operative. Heat. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. So our application for that at the moment. Would be if you've got an environment which you just know you can't get to temperature oh with space heating. Mm. Infrared's a great solution because, as you say, it'll heat somebody in a packing area or if it's a reception at, or a smoking you know, shelter. A smoking
1: shelter, it's <laughs> that me <kind> of <laughs> it see the smoking shelter
0: um, <laughs> for sure. So, see, it's definitely got its applications for me personally. I would say if you can raise the temperature of that room, you reduce, you know, you're not just warming the fabric as well, but you know, you're reducing potential yeah. mold and damp. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes yeah, that's, that's it, it. Yeah, that's, well, that's a whole solution. different world,
2: of yeah. Europe, isn't it? Keep just keeping houses healthy, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, well, if you look at yeah, yeah, comfort, well, that's just.
1: Oh housing stock in the UK, yeah. A lot of them need that general. Yeah, yeah. Without, without that
2: they wouldn't get yeah, very yeah. wet, very moldy, it's very nasty. Very quick, yeah. they?
1: But now so we do that, but you also do heating, as you've said earlier on, of uh, of your water system. So yep. I could get from you something that would supply uh, a sink, what size systems are yep. these then? Yes, so we can do t- for a sink two options, as Dave mentioned earlier on in a good self.
0: An over sink point you use water yeah. heaters that's yep. a seven litre, uh three kilowatts, so we, something as straightforward as that. Uh typical application would be um, like a commercial um, building, perhaps like a, a CF store, for example, over the wash hand basin, yeah. Um which you can do your pots, but we also do unvented under sink Right. So that would go straight to a fixed tap. So
1: a okay. traditional system that you probably know. So top, top of the counter, you wouldn't see anything different would you you just see a set of taps exactly exactly. But under that. the counter you're going to You've see a, a chamber aren't you absolutely that, that, that so we do
0: those from a 7 uh, 10 15 and 30 kilowatts so 30 sorry kilowatts. my apologies uh, litre 30 litre yeah.
1: 30 kilowatts <laughs> that's <laughs> a bit of a beast I was going to say <laughs> <it costs laughs> you can't your pots
0: it costs
1: you a few quid it's to, to do skin it get off the back of your own <laughs>
0: So we do. Yes, yeah, so we've got those sizes in terms of water capacity up to 30 liter, which is going to be more than adequate. For oh, you know, doubt I think yeah, plenty of, of hot water.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a bath, isn't it? That is that's, that's getting nice, a bath yeah. sort of size, isn't it? So there are solutions there. Are you seeing more people asking for these? I mean, we we're, we're seeing on the renewable side of things, people are asking us if we've got PV can I put the solar panels onto just charging my my, my, my water? Yeah. Uh, surely that lends itself to your sort of stuff,
0: doesn't it? Absolutely. So you're quite right. So if you look at like a large um, unvented cylinder, as you say, for, yeah. for a house, which go from 100 to 300 litre, yeah. um, you can get direct solar input into those. Oh, you, so can, you can get can, cylinders yeah? which, which take direct solar input. Wow, brilliant. Um, some of the newer technology, which is what we're looking at, it, which is more of a water cylinder heat pump. So we're working with a partner just now to develop a product. Um, which basically gives you a large cylinder, but it's a heat pump, which is built into the top. (gasps) So as opposed to a heat pump, which is providing your space heating, which is plumbed in. This is clever, isn't it? (laughs) It gives you a heat pump, which heats your hot water in principle. So that's the Taking the the heat from the air correct oh, day, day. So, Look at this. <laughs> so it's got heat sink inside mm. oh that's yeah, what you want exactly that so you've got a heat exchange ability yeah. and it takes the warmth from the air it compresses it heats it up heats a coil heats that hot water for you but the key benefit to this solution and it's something that we're you mentioned renewables a couple of times and yeah, you're quite right yeah. it's a really key area for us but we think it's the right solution because what that type of product does with any um, heat pump, it gives you 170% efficiency, and that's the reason why they're, they're so big in terms of technology. Because you're using 100% efficient electric for your yeah. heating, but then you're taking warmth from the air, yeah, which is yeah. being compressed and, and heated even more so, so you're actually naturally taking more heat. So the benefit of that as a combination for your water system, but also space heating that we do, or panel heaters, or IntelliRAD, um, combine those two together... All of a sudden, you've got a very strong proposal for your SAT calculations for your EPC. So it gives you a far better gradient. Uh-huh. So so that's the solution that we're working to. We're a little bit off it, but um, uh-huh. we've got a part of it we're looking to. Uh, well, develop. Adam, so there's been a lot of you information there.
1: We need to find wow. out how we get to it. Wow. Yeah. You can get to this information by attending another CEF mm. series of tech talks because, Adam. Fantastic. News, hot off the press today, we are going to be delivering another, Dave and I are going to go around the country delivering another series of tech talks, so you can come along to those, and we're going to be talking about the electrification of heat, Super. which is, this is absolutely lends And who do you think is going to be for? our heat consultant,
2: Adam? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, just for, you just... Past the audition. Thank you, <laughs> much. Oh, thank you very much. you have got the job. If I was going to be Mark, see
1: i Yeah, brilliant. So, yes, we are going to be talking about this. We've got lots to talk about in the, in the next series of Tech Talks. There's a corrigendum to talk about, which is changes to our regulations again and stuff like that. But this is a big bit because Absolutely. contractors being asked this. Um, no longer do you just leave the heating down to the plumber. It's down to us to consult as part of that big project and come up with a solution. Absolutely. And uh, And people are asking for this, aren't they? Yeah, so, they are. Yeah. So they for this. I need it. Yes, Excellent Adam, stuff. your time has been absolutely superb, invaluable as always. Thank you thank very you. much for coming to join us. Thank you, John. From Adam, Dave, and myself, thank you to listening to another CEF Tech Talking Podcast. Don't forget, hit the button, which means to subscribe, and then you won't miss out on anything else we've got to talk about, because I think you'll find that these are absolutely fantastic. Did I say award-winning? Earlier? Hot stuff. They are, yeah, they're hot stuff. That's what they are. <laughs> thank you very much for listening to another CEF Tech Talking Podcast. Thank <music> you.